Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. All right. Hello. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. We've got a fantastic guest joining us today. We're going to talk about HR topics, but really talking about how to support your business, how to support your growth and hearing from an expert in HR, but also somebody who has grown her own business. Sonia Sanger is the owner of Bossy HR and is joining me here today. Sonia, welcome. I'd love to kick us off. Tell me how you got to the point of starting. I, I, we were just laughing because I love the company name. I love Bossy HR. It, it feels really cool to me. It feels powerful. So tell me how Bossy HR came to be. Well, you know, I have been working in the human resources field for, wow, uh, 20 years or so. And in every position that I've ever had, you always have to fight the stigma Um, of the employees that, oh, this HR person, they're so bossy, you know, um, they're trying to always tell us what to do. And so when I decided to actually start my consultation business, I just said, you know what, I'm going to lean into that. That's what people assume and expect anyways, when they actually come for my services, then I can clarify some things at that point. But it just made so much sense to just lean into that. <laughs> I I love that. I think that's fantastic. Now, can you tell me your journey of actually starting the business? What prompted you to, to go out and start your own business? You know, I think it was a combination of a couple of different things. I have been, uh, prior to starting my business, I was working with a healthcare organization and I happened to actually be friends with the CEO in addition to reporting to them. And so this individual, every time when it was time for performance reviews and pay increases, et cetera, uh, this person, she was so encouraging. You know, she's like, look, I will never be able to pay you what you are worth. Mm-hmm. Um, not what you are actually worth, not what you think you're worth. I'm always going to make that attempt, but it's never going to happen. And she said, you know, what you do is something that everybody needs. And that was very eye-opening for me um, to have that support from somebody else, somebody who, while they didn't want to lose my services internally, still was like, look, you you have something that other people can use and you should share it and you can support yourself from that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I absolutely did that. Now that in combination to when COVID started, um, and I think this is probably the case with most people, um, when COVID came about, then my position was actually in jeopardy at that point because sh- we had to do mass layoffs. Mm-hmm. She didn't lay me off, but my hours were, you know, I went from being salary to hourly and then my hours, le- hours were drastically reduced. I have time on my hands. You know what? Let's go ahead and get this started. And that's exactly what I did. So that combination of somebody else believing in me and encouraging me and then, you know, a situation to where now you really have to do something, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. and and that's really um, what happened and how I started. I love that. I think 
from a leadership perspective, but also from a women supporting women. And when we tell people we believe in them, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome in a few minutes. I know we're going to talk about it, yes. but <laughs> sometimes having somebody else's voice in our head saying, no, you're, you're brilliant, right? You can do this. There's, there's a need there. And sometimes we get in our own way. We don't see it or right. we don't think we're capable of it. And you get somebody else pushing you and suddenly you're, it becomes possible. Right. And so I right. just, and I love that she was transparent with, I'm never going to be able to pay you what you're worth. It's, it's just right. sometimes as leaders, we have to have those hard conversations and exactly and encourage people. Like I, I'm a big believer in developing the people that work for me. And it's mm-hmm. sometimes we have those conversations of, I will do the best to give you a path here that is going to, it's going to fulfill you, but sometimes it's not going to be here and that that's okay. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. <laughs> right. I'm going to encourage you to do what's best for you. Um, and I can't determine that, right. It's your path. We're going to let you take your path. I'm here to support you. Um, exactly. yeah. So one of the things that, that you shared in your show notes, um, you don't know what you don't know. And, and one of your tips is, is find coaches or consultants for the areas of your business. You're not an expert in. And so that's obviously some, a service you provide, I'd love, I'd love your, your insights on the, we, I see a lot of people who they start a business and they're like, I'm going to do it all. I can't afford to hire. (laughs) So why, why hire versus try to do it all myself? You can't do it all yourself. I mean, it's really (laughs) as simple as that. I mean, definitely. I even come across individuals that have gone to school and they have business degrees, which means, yes, you um, with a business degree, you have to have that firm understanding in all of these different areas. You have to go through human resources and marketing and accounting um, and and all of these different areas to get that all over business degree. And so they think, okay, I, I got this. Let's let's do this until a situation arises and then now you find yourself in a little bit of trouble and now you're going to have to pay extra money to get dig yourself out of that as opposed to if you had just paid a little bit of money up front to get somebody to show you the preventative strategies to prevent that situation whether right. that be financial whether that be in marketing whether that definitely in human resources um right. i then you're you're it doesn't seem like it in the moment, but you are saving yourself the money, the time, the energy, if you get somebody that's actually an expert in that specific area, because you have a general business degree and understanding, but these other individuals know that specific thing. That's why mm-hmm. you have doctors who are doctors, but they still have to consult with the surgeon because I know how that particular system in your body works I don't know how to necessarily operate on it and fix it. Right. So there's that's such a good example. I I think that that helps a lot. And when we're th- talking about HR specifically, there's mm-hmm. so many compliance issues and laws, and and every state is different. And yes, and there's a lot that I know I don't know about HR, and that's why I leave it to the experts, right? And and somebody right. will say something, and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, and I do that. I have an accounting degree. There's plenty of things I don't know. If I don't practice accounting anymore, so I don't have the knowledge and I won't pretend to try and have the knowledge. And I think what happens is we think we can't afford to hire, but then it ends up costing us more in the end. Do you have any examples of where somebody didn't bring in a consultant and then there was, there was either a, a big, a big kind of expensive <laughs> fix in the end? 
I, I do. Um, definitely, that's how I tend to get many of my clients, unfortunately, <laughs> is because it's and it's not until something actually happens and they're like, oh, no, what do I do? And then they look for a consultant at that point um, because then a consultant is going to be cheaper than an attorney. So right. then they're still trying to save money, which more power to you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely had a situation specifically in workers comp. Um, the mm -hmm. person, you know, hey, I, I had my workers comp insurance. I started out with it. I, I have it. Then you have somebody that comes in and they're injured on their first day of work. And then that person gets an attorney. And then you're in trouble now because you didn't do any of the process. You had your insurance, but did you have a process in place for when these people get injured? Did you know you had to send them to a clinic in your medical provider network? Did you know that there was paperwork you had to have them sign immediately, especially in California? Did you know that there was a whole process you had to send that paperwork over to your insurance carrier so they actually know what's going on? Um, and it has to be in a certain format. They typically will have forms for you. Did you bother mm -hmm. to look at that, you know, packet that they sent you when you first got the coverage. So there's all of these different things. And then that person did none of those things. They just thought, hey, I have the insurance. I have my certificate that says I have my insurance, my workers comp insurance, but they didn't follow those steps because they didn't know to follow those steps because right. they didn't have an internal HR person um, or a business office manager, somebody that told them, okay, we have the insurance, but what is our process going to be for when something like this takes place? Right. Right. I, I could see that being a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the things I know people struggle with is the, I know I need help, but it's, it's hard to bring in somebody to do marketing and somebody to do HR and somebody to do accounting. And so you have collaborated with a team and have something called true CEO. So tell us about true CEO and how that came to be. Um, that came to be, um, also, I want to say shortly after COVID, when I had started my business and I was still um, collaborating with the um, my previous employer who actually encouraged me to start my own business, mm -hmm. um, she also has a coaching business on the side of the um, of the healthcare organization that I worked for her in. And so she said, look, I think this is a really good idea because she had also experienced individuals, you know, I don't have, just like you said, I don't have the money to bring in all of these different people. And so she said, look, I think it would be a good idea for us to start this collaboration called True CEO in which we are showing people how to scale their business, but they get all of those different um, areas supported for them with just one coach, one consultation price and service. They mm -hmm. don't have to worry about going out and trying to find all these different people. So we have, you know, she's just your general all around true CEO who runs a couple of different multi-million dollar companies. So she knows the full spectrum of how that works. Then she brought me in to do the HR consultation and coaching aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, another colleague of ours to do the accounting aspect of it. And then another colleague to do the marketing aspect. So you have access to all of these individuals who, you know, give you the full 360 now for your business, but it's, you're going to one place. You don't have to look for all of these different coaches and consultants. I love that. And it's branded under the name true CEO. Is that, that is correct. Okay. Under true okay. CEO. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will talk 
before we wrap up, we'll talk about how to reach you and how to find these services. But I, I can honestly say, I love this concept of small team, but, but you cover the full realm. And so people, it's a one-stop shop for someone who needs all these different areas and is feeling overwhelmed with having a coach here and a coach here and someone here. It's (laughs) a lot. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So in terms of making that decision to to start your own business, to run your own business, one of the things you shared with me is the idea of getting in your own head, your challenge of imposter syndrome and thinking that you didn't have the ability to run your own business. So how did you grow more comfortable? You talked a little bit about the the COVID, the it kind of, you kind of had the opportunity, right? Right. And did it did it help that it was like, okay, the time is right? Did you feel like it just it had to be that or was it, was it, did you still feel like, okay, maybe I'm going to try this, but it's going to be hard. I'm going to fail. Or you went all in and felt really confident. Oh, I went all in, but I certainly didn't feel really confident. (laughs) That's for sure. Um, because I think part of um, what we were just discussing as far as um, starting your own business, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I also came across the situation to where, okay, I have to, you know, do marketing and all these social media posts and all of these things. How do I get clients? How do I, you know, manage my finances? You know, what do I do? Do I need to go and start a separate bank account? You know, how do I register my all of these different things swimming through my head that I had no clue about. And, um, and so it was really that I knew I had to sink or swim Mm -hmm. and I have a small child to support. So it was, there was no option at that point. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel like I could do it. Um, But at the same time, I just, I basically told myself, fake it till you make it. You got to figure this out because you have a family to support. And so I just started doing that research. I started, um, I did work um, with a coach. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, as I felt more comfortable and trust me, it was a very difficult things were lean because I'm trying to like my, my child is young. I'm trying to pay for things that she needs for school every day. And here's this field trip and here's mom. I grew out of my shoes and here's this and here's that. And, you know, um, pay mortgage and all the house things. And I barely have, you know, any clients. So, um, I, I, it did start slow. I will say that I was still yeah. working another job in addition to building my business. Um, and that's, it's not always going to be 
easy like that for individuals because uh, there were a lot of late nights. And I can imagine that if somebody had a full-time job plus trying to do their business, those nights are going to be even later than they probably were for me um, because at least I was only working part-time and then spending the rest of my time building my business. But I think when you have that imposter syndrome, you really need to kind of tell yourself, what am I doing? Do I really need to do this? And if that answer is yet, like, I'm not happy in any of these other areas, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. If if that's the, um, the answer that you come across, then you have, like, you have to, like, tell yourself within, even if you don't feel comfortable, then I'm going to teach myself, I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to learn. I mean, the internet is such a I mean, the University of Google, right? There's just so much information out there. Um, Yes, it's going to be time consuming to pick through the the things that you need, but you really can do it. And I will just encourage everybody and tell everybody that once you set your mind to it, even if you still have those inklings of, you know, "I, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do there are going to be ways that you will figure it out if you truly believe that is your path. Yep. When your why is strong enough, you will find the way, right? And, Absolutely. and I think that that's that I think no matter what you're doing in life, it's if you're if you're attached if you're attached to a powerful why why, why <laughs> you will find the way. <laughs> um and I you're exactly. right. The power of search these days and the the power there's I mean you go to YouTube, you can find a video to do yes anything. What yes. did I look up the oh, my fridge broke. I Googled what was wrong with my fridge and I replaced the motor in my fridge by following a YouTube video. Like mm-hmm. if I can fix Love a it. broken refrigerator, then <laughs> I think then I, somebody can, yes. out there can start a business. Yes, yes you can. Yes. <laughs> the best part was fixing the fridge. I have three small kids and they were like, oh, mommy, what awesome. are you doing? What are you doing? What? Why are you pulling the fridge out from the wall? I'm like, I got it. I got it. I'm fixing it. Right. Because I'm going to fix it. Don't and I fixed it. And they all were like, <laughs> wow, mom's really cool. <laughs> right. But, That's so yeah. awesome. But it's the, it's that, that curiosity of like, it, you don't have to stay stuck just because something is hard or broken or like you can figure it out. Call on Google, call on YouTube, call on your network, call on your friends, call mm-hmm. on your community, right? There's, and, and that's where I think what I love what you talked about your collaboration with true CEO is you're, you're no longer suddenly in it alone that you can always find creative ways to collaborate with other people. And I find there's power in that, that collaboration and having other people that are going through it with you, you're building together, you have the same vision and it just makes it, it's, it's a little less intimidating. Exactly. Yeah. So from a running your business now, um, standpoint now, are you, you're still working part-time or you're not working part-time and are you full business, your full business business. Mm -hmm. And what I want both like the, the plus and the minus, like what, what is still really hard in your business and what have you found to be easier than you expected or better than you expected? Easier and better than I expected is definitely, um, the work with the clients themselves. I, I mean, I've been doing human resources for so long. I mean, I truly love what I do. So having that interaction and then having the problem 
um, or the challenge that they're facing just be so easy for me, you know, oh, well, here, have you tried this? Go ahead and do this. You'll want to first start here, do this. And it's just, and they're like, wait, hold on, slow down. I'm like, you know, and, but it's, it is, it just comes to me so easily. And I love that aspect of it. It is not time consuming in that particular sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I love it. Um, the challenging aspect of it is I, I think still um, that whole um, marketing aspect, that mm-hmm. social media aspect. I do, I used, um, you know, a marketing consultant. I have a marketing team that I, that I pay to kind of manage all of that for me. So most of it is off my shoulders, thank goodness. Um, but there's still, you still have to have that personal touch. You can have a team do yeah. the, most of these things for you all day, every day, but there's still, you have to be able to be the one reaching out to your clients or your potential customers and clients. So I still have to make sure that I'm going in every now and again and doing things. And, you know, I'm 46. I am not a social media person in the slightest. It took me so long to even create a Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Now there's all, you know, you're old if you use Facebook. I don't use any of these other platforms except for from a business standpoint. So it's, that's the aspect that I do find difficult, but Again, I'm learning. I'm I'm yep. using the resources that I have available to me. You know, I start looking stuff up through Google. There's all these different platforms like Canva and stuff like that that help you create all of these different things. And I'm like, oh, well, this is kind of fun. So, you know, yep. um, I, it's, it's slowly coming through. But that I will say marketing has still been <laughs> the, the most yeah, difficult aspect for me. <laughs> it's funny because so... I had a similar journey. I ended up doing marketing consulting for a period of time years ago. And it's funny because even as a marketing consultant, I still struggled with marketing myself. <laughs> and it's that putting yourself out there, right? And and being yeah. being the face of the brand and 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 letting people get to know you and being authentic, it's so important, but it's time consuming. It is a process and and sometimes it it might be, "Hey, I put this social on so post on Instagram and nobody liked it." Nobody right. did it. And why am I doing this? <laughs> so it can be frustrating, but it also, you can get powerful results out of it. So it's, um, it's, but I don't think you're alone in, in struggling with the marketing element. Um, but it's, it's refreshing to hear that it's just not all easy, right? That I think right. as people grow their business, they, they settle into these routines and habits. And it's, if you're a business owner, there's always going to be challenges. You're always going to have, you have to keep the business going, right? Right. Um, yeah. So in terms of next steps for you with your business, what what are you hoping to achieve next? Um, I don't really know. I'll, I'll be very honest and transparent with you. I'm so happy with kind of where I'm at right now, especially with this collaboration. So yeah. between just my own business and the collaboration, it really does keep me busy um, mm-hmm. pretty much all the time. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy that having um, a team to collaborate with. So it's almost still like going to work. I still have people that I'm in constant communication with, but then I also still have my own business and then my clients there. So really 
I would say ultimately is just growing that client base with both my own business and with True CEO, um, yep. bringing in more clients um, and really feeling like I am helping more people because I just that's always been kind of the main focus behind it all is I see these businesses struggling and I know they can succeed. Let's, you know, let's help them in this area and that area. So the more people we touch and the more people that we're able to assist, I mean, knowing that my business is thriving, you know, I'm happy helping those others makes me even happier. I think that's really all there is to it for me. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love that answer. Um, so we're going to start wrapping up in a moment, but before we do that, I want to make sure our audience knows where to find you. So you've got bossyhr.com and trueceolife.com. All of this will be linked up in the show notes. So anyone listening, you can find it right in the show notes, go, go connect, go learn more at those websites. Um, you've got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, um, mm-hmm. Facebook still favorite platform or, or do you have a preferred platform of where to be, be reached? Um, I think Facebook, you know, I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I feel so old. Um, I know everybody prefers Instagram and actually I even have it on my phone now. So yes, <laughs> <Yay>! I can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I would say probably Facebook and Instagram are my my most favorite platforms to interact with, you know, clients and potential clients. But really, I'm happy with the interaction from all of those different platforms. I I know each of them enough to be able to (laughs) interact with people on them. (laughs) So find her everywhere. Um, It's funny you say Facebook because we are very similar ages. And I I love Instagram from just being able to scroll, but I engage on Facebook. And, yeah. and it likely said, I mean, we're, we're very, we're very similar ages. So like, it's probably <laughs> something that has something to do with it. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, all right. So as we wrap up here, I'd love if you could share just a final tip or thought or piece of wisdom with our, with our listeners. Um, I think my tagline pretty much says it all. Get it right the first time. Mm. Don't, you know, don't mess around with your business, with your livelihood. Um, As we spoke to earlier about finding somebody that's an expert in an area that you are not an expert in, get it right the first time. Do what you know that you need to do. Absolutely. Sonia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. To all of our listeners, thank you as well. We always appreciate your reviews and feedback, and we will be back here again next week with another episode. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.